I'm going to be very candid with you. We are living in a computer program reality. Welcome everyone to Simulation Nation, your portal to all things virtual. I'm your host, Johnny Android, and I'm here to keep you informed about all that's happening in the metaverse. We record our episodes live in Allspace every week, and you can join us from your PC or VR headset. Just log into Allspace, join our Simulation Nation channel, and teleport in to offer your opinion, question, or whatever else. Tonight, we take a look back, way back, at The Lawnmower Man from 1992. This movie follows a scientist who decides to experiment on his neighbor in an effort to give him greater intelligence. The experiments give this man superhuman abilities, but also enhance his aggression, turning him into a man obsessed with evolving into a digital being. Joining us again is founding member of the Council of the Wise, Joey Bunnier. There's a lot I have to say about this. I mean, just as a movie, I, I, I had a few moments where I was just like, this movie is garbage. <laughs> <laughs> what movies were that? What moments were that? Joey? There was a few. I mean, honestly, just in the beginning when I was watching through the cage oh, and there was absolutely out of sync, horrible ADR and it just was so expository and bad and quality looks shitty i was like what am i watching and then immediately they went right into the really dated graphics um and i don't i don't want to get into the graphics just yet but it just felt so shitty at first (laughs) i did give it a chance i stuck with it so so but it was tough so you're saying the graphics were the thing that turned you off before the battle chimp (laughs) <laughs> the battle chip with the uh, infrared no, battle no. helmet. And That's all part of it. And, That's all part of yeah, it. Yeah. Because right. the, the first time we get to the infrared, not infrared or whatever, the a- it's actually really AR, isn't it? It's more augmented reality, isn't it? I guess so, yeah. Because they're seeing it through the goggles and they're seeing like, well, they're seeing the infrared bodies yeah. of humans behind the concrete walls and things like that. The heat sensors. Right. It's more like Terminator right. the way he yeah. looks at stuff. But I think... Okay, so yes, that's all part of it. It rolls right into the chimp. He's part of the experiment, and yeah, and he gets out. That was so fucking stupid. I'm sorry <laughs> that I couldn't. I couldn't go along with that. The chimp and like he was like shooting people and being chased. And yeah. oh man, it, it, it was. I, just, it, it, I I'm going to say ahead of his time being the first first person shooter chimp <laughs> edition. <laughs> okay, ne- you're right. Never, you're right. It gets, never been done yeah. before, never been done since, for who knows why. First chip shooter. Yes, I agree. I think it's revolutionary in that way. Yeah. And you know what? It will always be remembered for that. Yeah. I think. And then, of course, I'm sure that you loved the when we meet our protagonist, our main character. Yeah. Did he feel it? What, you mean Pierce Brosnan? No, no, no. I, I'm talking about the other guy. The lawnmower, the lawnmower man. Because I wasn't sure who the hell the hero right. and the villain were. Right. Yeah. Seems like everyone in this godforsaken movie is awful. <laughs> there, there are no protagonists in this movie. Pierce Brosnan is supposed to be good. He is not good. He, he is evil. He's why? He's why do they make him a hero at the end? That pissed me. He's got a sensitive side, Joe. He's got one earring, which in the '90s represented your sensitive oh, right. side. Right. He's also he's really skinny in this. He's one. really skinny. I he was way shirtless a lot, smoking yeah. cigarettes a lot, sort of contemplatively. Kind of thinking about things. I thought of him as like this more robust James Bond character. And, and in this movie, he's like a lanky nerd. Yeah. It's very strange. Yeah. I mean, he's doing everything he can. Let's be honest. Right. There's some really bad writing, <laughs> some really bad scenes, uh, some really horrible accents. 
Um, <laughs> what's the guy from, um, oh shit, Dean something. He plays like the big bad, the guy on the wall. What's his name? Oh, he's from, um, shit, Breaking Bad. Uh, um, he's the, the Jeffrey the, Lewis. The, the D- no, Dean Coons or something. Dean Norris? Like Dean Norris. Okay, he has the fucking worst British accent <laughs> you will ever hear. And it's funny because he's a good actor, but it's it's really, really bad. And it's like they almost said, okay, Pierce Brosnan, you can keep your accent or whatever, or you can keep going and out. It doesn't matter. We won't care. Right. So everyone else, just have fun. Right. Do whatever go, you want. Just go with it. It doesn't matter what accent, British, American. It's the future. Who cares? (laughs) And by the future, we mean the turn of the millennium. Oh, God. All right. So I don't want to shit on all of it, although it's just ripe for comedy. Like, this is a good movie for how did this get made? You know what I mean? Or another, like, you know critic podcast i think for us it's more we're trying to kind of look at the themes and and about simulation of virtual reality whereas this movie's kind of just funny because it's bad it's it's hilarious (laughs) yeah yeah i mean i do okay let's dive into more let's talk about lawnmower man um i don't know this actor what the who the fuck is this actor first of all i don't know but they seem to like he got top billing jeff fahey or whatever uh what has he done recently i don't know i don't know he, what did you think of his here. performance? Graham, what did you think of him? Overall? Well, again, I mean, again, it's it's like, look what he was given. I mean, it's pretty hard yeah. to, like, overcome that. I mean, he plays this sort of severely mentally handicapped person at the beginning who everyone just beats on constantly. And he just has yeah. to mow a lawn uh, for a living. Um, and then he basically goes into virtual reality and for some reason it miraculously transforms him into the super genius. But then like an evil super genius. Like, why did he have to go evil? I'm not quite sure. I don't know. But because they needed a villain. They needed besides the evil uh, tech corporation. Even, yeah. Yeah, especially because Pierce Brosnan is the villain. I'm going to say this over and over again. Pierce Brosnan is the villain of this movie, and I'm pissed that they don't treat him like that. Yeah, well, I guess he had good intentions in the beginning, as all people do with technology. Let's let's. But he knew he was experimenting on a local <laughs> kid. Is he? I don't know how old Lawnmower Man I is. I can't believe they call him a man. He's feels like a 15 year old boy. The way they play him. Okay, so let's just get it out of the way. Is he? He's mentally retarded, right? Or mentally? I shouldn't mentally say mentally handicapped. ill. Mentally handicapped. I think is the proper um, nomenclature. Excuse myself yep. for, for saying the wrong thing. But uh, I think that they don't handle it in a mature way at all. Uh, it's pretty awful. awful. It is so stigmatized and worse than anything I could say, honestly. Um, he yeah. doesn't... And the acting is just really bad, too. But I don't want to put it all on him, like you said. And the hairstyle. It is partially... Oh, the hair. And the hair. Yeah, the, 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 like the, uh, the, the blonde bleach tipped hair that's all shaky. And, and then it gets into like a, a stylized mullet when he becomes a super genius. Like, and doesn't then make any sense. after that, it just, you know, forget about the hair entirely. Why does a super genius want to look like a cowboy? I didn't get that. He just saw a cowboy ad and was like, hey, they're cool. Yeah. And I think as a character, um, it's fucking weird. It's fucking weird. I don't like this character. I don't like anything about no. this. It, it makes no sense. No. I don't understand why he has to experiment on the local mentally ill child. Right. It's, it's awful. And he, and no one talks about it. He's just like, oh, I'm going to be, he's just like a rebel. He's like, oh, I'm, I'm Pierce Brosnan. I gotta, yeah. 
So what do you remember about this movie? Do you remember liking it? No, it was never a good movie. It's one of those movies that you love to hate, right? It's like one of those movies that it's so bad that it's like fun to watch again. Were you expecting me to hate it? I was expecting it to be like, of course, like a really, really cheesy early 90s movie that's like the opposite end of the spectrum of The Matrix, which is like prime rib. And this is like mutton. This is (laughs) this is the opposite end. Um, It's like, okay, it's got the kitsch value, you know. I think you're right. It, It does have that. And I do like it on that level. But let's try to think about some of the positive themes that we can draw from this piece of dog shit. Well, absolutely. I mean, they, they, they kind of did a cool thing there where, I mean, what they did with the fact that you have your first virtual villain, it was, I think it's the first time, right? That you've got a, a villain who lives in a virtual space. Possibly. Yeah. I don't, I can't think of anyone but in the eighties, but I'm sure they're, I don't know, maybe, but okay, uh, sure. Right? Let's just so he was like, Oh, yeah. it's the virtual frontier that we, you know, I want to be the God of, uh, and that's like going to be the modern day utopia. It's like a new electric dimension that they've created and he's going to be the God of that dimension. And then of course, in the end, spoiler alert, he's, he, he does it. He's, he, he makes it into the, to the unknown, right? He makes it into the virtual space. So we assume that now he's living he's in the virtual world and whenever we have the technology to go there he'll be there already and he'll do with us what he wants to so i think that's kind of cool he is he is neo i mean he is in many ways yeah uploaded and even like neo at the end of the matrix he dies his physical body dies and he does his last thing whatever uploads himself into the into the consciousness it seems to me like this might be the first time that uh, a person entered a virtual world as like the new frontier that they need to, to conquer and, and live in. So I think for that, yeah. uh, that's like maybe the saving grace. Maybe. It's got some interesting themes. And I, I'm surprised this kind of movie would have been greenlit in the first place. Right. It's really, one, ahead of its time. Two, the graphics are way too complicated to make work for this time period. <laughs> right. And and three, the writing is just absolute dog right. shit. So um, who the fuck greenlit this? I have no idea. Um, but it's, it's interesting. I mean, I like that they were just trying to grapple with these complicated ideas and the idea that virtual reality is an, is evil is kind of interesting, right? That's, that's something we haven't quite, I guess we have, we've talked about that, but I mean, it is interesting how it corrupts or supposedly corrupts, Yeah, you know, because, well, well, maybe they were trying to, they weren't saying that it does. They were just maybe saying that that specific experimentation corrupted lawnmower man yeah but the, the i don't know the last line of the movie which is pierce brosnan's line i think summed it up right where he was like either this t- technology will free the mind of man or it will enslave it just in case you didn't watch the whole movie <laughs> exactly so I, we assume that the mind of the lawnmower man was enslaved and he became sort of evil but that you know maybe pierce brosnan will be like freed through this experience so i guess it's like the utopia okay. dystopia kind of idea i just don't like pierce brosnan why is he getting <laughs> off scott free i don't understand he created a monster right. uh he's responsible for multiple deaths multiple deaths yeah also like security breaches out the ass like classified information yeah. he should be in federal prison you know but he's the dr frankenstein of our time He's the one he who created the monster. The only difference is that we love Frankenstein and his Frankenstein's a complete and utter sociopath who just like, I love how he autonom- 
atomizes people. Like he, he like breaks their atoms apart. That was kind of cool. Pixelates that them. was kind of cool. That was very cool. I like how he tortures the one dude. He like pixelates him and then like brings him back and then pixelates yeah, him again. Right. He's just playing a douche. With them. Yeah. Right. It's a psycho. Yeah. I mean, he became a sociopath, which is of course it has to happen. Um, it kind of reminded, do you ever see the movie transcendence? I, I think it was, no, a, I, I think it was, a, I know we talk about legacy later on, but it's a precursor to transcendence for sure. Where Johnny Depp goes into the machine, but then he like, mm-hmm. we think he's going madly insane. And then there's like a little yeah. twist at the end that, um, I won't reveal here, but, um, but basically, well, basically I, I, this is, this was sort of the, the first one that did it, I think. And now there's like a lot of movies like this. Like it's a commonplace. Yeah. I think this is also very interesting because of the religious themes. Now, I talked about it a little last week with Neo, and I thought Neo was Jesus and blah, blah, blah. But this is really overt. Yeah. This oh, yeah. is like, I mean, he's got a cross in his apartment. <laughs> right. He's getting penance. He's beating. I mean, he killed. The first guy he kills is the priest. Right. In the church. Right. Yeah. In the church. He, and he uh, turns and him. Pierce Brosnan ends yeah, up. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. Uh, Pierce Brosnan ends up on a fucking cross. I mean, the symbolism is really ridiculously overt. Um, it's just a little bit too much in many ways, but I think it, it's, it, it, I like that they're just at least trying to maybe critique religion or at least, I don't know, in some weird fucking backhanded way. I think so because the, the lawnmower man was like, I've seen the mind of God, right? So it's like virtual reality is going to create a, a godlike power in humans and then therefore they'll rebel against like the real real guy or something I, I wasn't sure if they were mocking him there if they were trying to say hey look at this idiot who's has a false prophet i wasn't sure yeah. or if they were just like or just virtual reality is um god will be the next thing that we kind of worship like, i don't know it was strange right. um I, I just think it was it was almost like sloppily used. It was just oh, like, hey, sure. here's a religious symbol. Uh, we're not going to really delve into these issues deeply. It's just, you know, here's Pierce Brosnan on a cross, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, it was super strange. You know, and then the, 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 the whipping of the of the shirtless man by the priest, it was like kind of out of nowhere. Like, why did that, that need to be there? I don't know. There was some strange imagery for sure. Also, I loved how um, when he found that, that he saw his little blackboard where he was taking little marks uh-huh. and he's like, oh, you're doing penance again. I'm right. like, OK, he's just writing down like 30 little hash marks on it. It's not that big a deal. Yeah. And every time we saw it, he was just saying amen. So he's going amen, <laughs> amen, amen, putting a little hash mark. I'm like, right. OK, he just said amen 40 times. No big deal. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? I say amen 40 times in like every morning prayer in, Ju- in Judaism. That's what you do. Right. It's just like. It's not a big deal. Okay. So anyways, that was, that was strange to me. Yeah. All right. Um, what, what else? Is there any other positives that you can kind of draw here from the themes, from the simulation, the virtual reality of it? Uh, you know, um, maybe first virtual orgy scene. Oh yeah. <laughs> I forgot firsts. about the virtual sex. Virtual sex. Which was kind of cool. The like two, the two uh, virtual whatever people kind of swirl Avatars. into. They become a dragonfly. They swirl yeah. into a funnel and then become a dragonfly and fly through the virtual frontier. I mean, yeah, I imagine cool. it's yeah. If I was tripping on acid and mushrooms <laughs> at the same time, I imagine that's what sex would be like. Exactly. Not that I've ever done that. Exactly. But I think that it was cool. It, well, I liked that actually. That wasn't that bad a moment. I think I also want to say that that the actual 
technology, whatever, the hookups were really similar to what we saw in Ready Player One. Did you notice that? Huh. Like the haptic suit. Right. As well as just like being suspended in the gyroscope with the the lines. Yep. That was really similar. I thought that was kind of cool how they all kind of matched up like that. Yeah. But and this was like 30 years earlier. Yeah, and you mentioned the production designer was someone Alex famous. So that makes sense to me. He did um yeah. Minority Report and like um a lot of great movies. He did Terminal, I think, for Spielberg also. But yeah, he's great. And actually I thought that yeah. okay, the production design was so early nineties, like like total yeah. recall or something like that. But um yeah, but kind of so cool. like some so of it I was cool. like, Oh yeah, that's kinda cool. Like I like the the evil guy Lair <laughs> was so cool he designed. Oh man. Um, I mean, there was, yeah, there is some nice moments. There's some nice shots too, honestly, but there's some absolutely shitty shots. There's a range here too. Like it goes from technically gorgeous and interesting to absolute dog shit that you won't see in a student film. Right. Like there's some really bad stuff here too. So it's a really strange movie to me. And I, I I did go back and forth being like, this is garbage. And then I'm like, wow, this is awesome. It's, it's very strange. There's not a lot of movies like that. Yeah, yeah, I think I think for sure for me that one of the you know we talk about legacy a lot and the fact that um, Angel Studios did the the VR simulation scenes in this in these three D uh, digital graphics and this was their first big gig to sort of yeah. fuel their little studio and then they <laughs> renamed their studio Rockstar Studios and then became a game. Uh, studio that created Red Dead, Redem- Red Dead Redemption and Grand Theft Auto 3 and on, I think. So mm-hmm. kind of crazy that they got their start here doing these wild psychedelic graphics in this weird 90s virtual reality. And then they went into the video games and, and developed all of these like interactive worlds and things. Kind of crazy. I think so. I mean, it's shocking how far the graphics have come. But also shocking kind of how, how not far the games have come, right? Just flying, right. you know, what he did, you know, the simple stuff is really still kind of the best, right. you know? And she even said, what he said, flying, falling, right. there's another F and she said, fucking, right. It's true. You know, those are the things that we're still thinking about virtual reality wise, totally. right? We still want to be able to just fly and obviously we want to have, you know, sex with everyone. So I think that that's, it's just... It's interesting that those still haven't changed. That's well, all. totally. And the, actually the virtual game that they were playing where they're having to go, like they're going, they're flying through virtual space and then the, um, the giant, uh, knives are coming down to try to chop them. Yeah. I mean, there's games like that in, in virtual reality. Totally. Uh, it, it, totally. the, um, and then there's another one where I've played one where you have like lightsabers and you're shooting blocks. It's almost like 3d Tetris or something. It felt like that's what they were kind of playing. You know, they already had known like what kind of games would be popular in VR. And that was a long, yeah. long time ago. And I guess, I mean, that's probably Rockstar's influence, I would assume. Um, yeah. It, but it, it was. But wait, I don't Rockstar know, actually, didn't exist to, then. Well, the, the proto, you know, type of them. Is Did it? it? You know? I think this is before. Well, this Angel Studios. That. Right. That's what you said. Angel Studios. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying they had input there, so they would know oh, I see. a little bit more about where the where the you know where the future was. Oh, that's added. interesting. Yeah, probably. I mean, maybe they were advising. That's all. Um, yeah. Okay, so I, I'm trying to put my headspace there. I can't remember what it was like in the early '90s because I was like eight years old. So right. I don't know. I mean, maybe this was cool, but it's just it's it's amazing how far we have come. Like, and it's not that long since then. You know what? 
20 years, 30, you know, 25 years or something. Yeah. I, I don't think uh, to, to, to put the record straight, I don't think it was ever cool. I don't remember liking this movie at all. I remember going to this movie because it was originally called Stephen King's the lawnmower man, which is a, a whole story mm-hmm. to itself. Should we go, should we go there? Sure. So the lawnmower man is based on a Stephen King short story. that's 10 pages long, right? That came out in like 1975. And here's the crazy part. It has absolutely nothing to do with virtual reality. <laughs> so if you can imagine, they, they just scalped uh, Stephen King's name and completely wow. 100% changed the story. So the original story is about a guy who runs over the neighbor's cat with his lawnmower and so decides to stop cutting his lawn and hires a lawnmower service. And he goes out to the backyard and he sees that the guy can telepathically move his lawnmower while eating up all of the cut grass behind it naked. That's the entire. Whoa. And then he's got hooded feet. And we discover that his boss is oh Pan from ancient Greece. And then he Holy. kills the guy in, inside by tracking him down with the lawnmower and like chopping him up with the lawnmower. That's the story. Completely nothing to do with the movie, except that they do have the scene where they, ch- where the lawnmower man chases him with the lawnmower. Right. And, and he's telekinesis and he's telekinetic and he can move the lawnmower. That's it. Right. So then, so what happened was, um, uh, cause I was a huge, huge Stephen King fan back then still am, but was like, I, w- I was reading every book that existed back then of his. And so yeah. I was like, wanted to see it for that. And I read the short story and mm-hmm. went to the movie. And I was like, even like my, whatever year old brain, like 12 year old, 13 year old brain was like, what the fuck? This is completely ridiculous. There's nothing to do with Stephen King whatsoever. So the, I guess the, to make a long story short, basically Stephen King like knew that they had bought the rights to his story and completely changed everything. And we're just using his name. So he sued them. He's like how, the, the audacity oh, yeah. of new line at the time to do this. He was, he was so angry that he sued them and he got pri- He hired private investigators to follow like people at the company through the development process to sort of prove that they were taking the idea in, uh, in his name for marketing purposes, but not using the story. And he won mm-hmm. the, the, the studio was found in contempt of court and they were forced to pay $10,000 per day, uh, until they took Stephen King's name off of it. And then even then, like, a, I think most, if not all of the proceeds from the movie went to Stephen King or something. So he got like a huge, uh, payday mm-hmm. out of it. Uh, which is kind of crazy, but it, but the the version we saw was actually not called Stephen King's Lawnmower Man. It was just called the Lawnmower Man, because mm. clearly they just like there's like nothing to do, <laughs> nothing to do at all. No, he just happens to mow a lawn, right? Like it doesn't make any. I mean, I do see a little of the parallels. I think they tried to kind of mold it, like they tried to make Big Red his lawnmower, kind of like a little microcosm of his world or something, right? right. He, he was one thing he could master, he could control, you know, right. uh, where, where he was the master of big red, right? Whereas that's the only thing. And then I think that they were trying to give it like, okay, now Pierce Brosnan is playing with the lawnmower man. And now the lawnmower man is playing with all of us or something. Yeah. I, I thought that was also really weird how lawnmower man, one of the things he did was to the guy at the gas station was he made him have a lawnmower man in his brain. That was one of his punishments. That was kind of cool. So he was like chopping up the guy's brain. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, damn, you gave him a virtual lobotomy. (laughs) And and he has to like think about you all the time. That's such a crazy punishment. Yeah. Yeah. I did like it though. Yeah. 
Right. Imagine if you were like, hey, to your enemies, you just make them think about you all the time for the rest of eternity. Right. Yeah, it's actually pretty. Cool. Yeah, I, I mean, the 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 I mean, okay. So the the besides the fact of like the the murderous chimp at the beginning, who who and besides the fact that there's so many gratuitous sex scenes that were had absolutely no purpose. The, there's only two. I like them. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I, I guess they. I was on board with the I was on board with the gratuitous okay. sex scene. That was fine. That was a welcome moment. A there was there was at least three. One virtual, two non-virtual. The virtual one was fucking great. I'll watch <laughs> virtual sex any day. Yeah, right. But and besides the use of, uh, uh, um, the, besides the exploitation from our protagonist of a uh, handicapped, a mentally handicapped oh, man, if you t- put all those things aside, it's kind of crazy that using virtual reality in this movie takes someone from mentally handicapped to psychic to telepathic. Right? right. Then to be able to atomize people at will with uh-huh. their mind. So, sociopath. And then yeah. have them transcend humanity into like the machine, all from just having a virtual reality experience. But what's interesting is that you can overdo it, right? You can scramble your brain like his girlfriend. Right. Right. She was, she, he took her into the virtual reality and she lost her brain, lost her mind. Well, Absolutely. Let's not. So what does that yeah, say? And let's Only, not tread. She's that's kind of. Let's not tread lightly on that. It was basically like virtual reality, like mind rape because he came yeah. at her and she was like, no, no, he stop. Did. And he's like, no, we must experience the full like force of the virtual world. Yeah. And then she, they, she, in reality, she got brain dead. Yeah. Pretty. He did. He, he mind fucked her. Yeah. It was awful. And then he. Yeah. And then he like kept her like, that was really strange. He like brought her back and, and it was just like, kind of, I didn't make sense. Yeah. And then he let her go. Like he was just kind of like, okay, she's crazy. And then that's it. I'm done with her. Yeah. Like what a fucking sociopath. Yeah. Like does virtual reality just make you a, a sociopath? Well, Is that what they're trying to say? I guess, I guess it, it makes you not only a sociopath, but telepathic and all these other things. I don't know. Um, but it, it's interesting too. They do make it seem like you dissociate and you don't care about the world, right? right? Pierce Brosnan had a girlfriend in the beginning for some weird reason for like one scene. Yep. And then she was pissed that he didn't take her out to dinner. And then, and then, cause he was on he his was virtual reality. Yep. And virtually. Yeah. So they were enslaved by virtual reality. That's the idea, right? It, it dehumanizes yeah, so. it enslaves and it, it makes you have a God complex and all of those things are bad. Yeah. Yeah. So, but what's so weird again is that Pierce Brosnan is still the hero at right. the end. Yeah. The man who's responsible for all of this damage, yeah. illegally experimenting on a mentally handicapped individual. And he's like, oops, maybe it's good or maybe it's bad. You never know. <laughs> yeah, Let's just keep trying. I mean, I wanted to stay yeah. on chimps, guys. Guys, I wanted to stick with the chimps, but the government <laughs> took them away from me. So I had to go to humans. Not my fault. Oh. Oops, my fault. <laughs> yeah. I just took the local lawnmower kid. Right. Jesus. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I you okay. know, I, I hate to say it, but I'm so intrigued, intrigued to watch the sequel of this because I, I am, I am too. I, I don't want to watch it, but I think I'm going to have to. It's kind of one of those. Yeah. Where it's like a repulsion, but an attraction to the repulsion. I, I don't think Pierce Brosnan yeah. reprised his role, sadly, but, uh, it would be very interesting <laughs> to see if, um, the lawnmower man because he starts off already being like ubiquitous and all-powerful 
right? He's like the ghost in the machine. It's like one of the earlier ghost in the machine ideas. There was a movie in the eighties called shocker. Do you remember that one? So I, I believe it was Wes Craven after he did the nightmare and Elm street series. He basically took the wise crack and like all powerful dream Lord and put him into electronics. So there was a guy on death row who gets electrocuted in the electric chair but then he, it, because a short circuit happens, he ends up in mm-hmm. the electricity of the prison and then through the town. Okay. And okay. he still has like wisecracks, but now he's like electrical. Uh, so okay. I feel like that was one of the, also one of the very original ghost in the machine stories where like w- our spirit can enter the electrical space and sort of live in electronics. <laughs> right. And this is sure. like an, a, another one that takes it even further. Cause it's not just electricity. It's actually electronic. So and I mean, and that is a nice, I mean, it doesn't scare the any at all now. Like, like that ending is, I guess, supposed to be creepy that he is now the ghost in the machine. Yeah. He is now, he is, he's in embedded in the world's virtual net. I don't know. Yeah. But didn't, I was like, okay, what are you going to do? Are you just going to be there? Like, I don't know. He just makes every phone ring at the same time and do whatever the fuck yeah, he but, wants. Uh, now he's like. Obviously you haven't, you, have you ever watched uh, Maximum Overdrive or Carrie? I've seen Carrie. Okay, so Steve, uh, not Carrie, sorry, Christine. Like the, the angry car? Yeah. yeah. So Stephen King has a history of creating angry machines that come and kill you, uh, right? So, so Christine, John Carpenter, classic, car becomes a sociopathic killer, right? And so it's like the fear that the uh-huh. thing that you love turns against you and it's like the, elect- the machine is going to rise up and, and take power over humans, right? So is, is it possible that that exists in the Lawnmower Man universe and that Lawnmower Man is Christine? Well, he is he is taking over everything. Yeah, could be. Maybe it's going to be theoretically it's gonna be like a Castle maybe, Rock maybe, thing where it's like a cross a cross pollination of all the Stephen King universe. And I think maybe even like the agents are, you know, um, Lawnmower Man. Like Lawnmower Man is all bad. Like he is um, Skynet. Oh, totally. Absolutely. That's right? why I want to see the second one. We're doing yeah. it. We're doing it, Joey. Next week. <laughs> yes. It's a double header. Can we take it? No, we can't do that to our audience. <laughs> They'll love it. Well, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll debate. Maybe the, we'll, we'll, maybe the simulation nation can decide. Let us know on social media. Yeah. We know you're simulation. out there. We know you're following us. Our sins. <laughs> yeah. Our sweet little our simulated sins. audience. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that does, does not really exist in real life. Right. Okay. Um, let's see what else can I say. Um, does this work in another medium? Does this story work in another medium? How could else? How could you tell this another way? I mean, virtual reality, right? Mm-hmm. Of course, you go into the virtual space. Like '90s, it's got to be like throwback '90s virtual space, or I guess you'd modernize it. So, like, yeah. It would still look kind of nineties. It would be like the polygons, right? But yeah, yeah. but obviously that no, you, there's a way to do it right, right there, ready to happen. We got the we got you got the different games, right? You got the the knife chopping game. You got the virtual sex game. You got the I don't know what the chimp was doing. I guess war games, right? But I guess I guess my question: Would you if you did it like that? Would you be the perspective of Lawnmower Man? Would you be him? And that's a good question. Would you be Pierce Brodin or? But it would be the journey, though. Don't forget, this is like the this is like the origin story. 
And this is kind of my question is that, would you go along with this evil journey? Right. Like, would you be like, Hey, we're flying at first. Then all of a sudden you're shooting a guy right. and killing right. random people and pixelating random people. And right. like, is that the story arc? Like, are you supposed to follow along and, and break bad with lawnmower? Or is it like a forking path where you, up until the very end, you could break bad or break good. So like maybe the yeah. people you're atomizing are like, I mean, the people he was atomizing were like evil henchmen guards and also people who terrorized okay. him in real life. Yeah. Yeah. He also killed some innocent people too. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. well that's maybe that's the I forking mean, path. Maybe you could end up either way. I mean, all the people he killed, I guess, were supposed to be bad in the eyes of the film, yeah. right? The, the, pri the priest is torturous. Yep. Uh, the father is the father is a horrible father. He's you know beats his kid. The, 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 the um, neighbor woman did not deserve to get her brains. No, spaghetti. oh yeah, he yeah she got fucked yeah. over. All she wanted was just some loving, yeah. like, and, and that was such a really good moment. I like that. They were very woke in that, in that moment where he, where someone called her a whore right. and he's like, fuck you. She's not a whore. She just wants to have sex. Right. Like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, it's true. And then that guy actually died. Like that guy, the, the old uh, redneck dude. Yep. What's his name? I don't know. He was, he, th I think that was actually an interesting moment because that was like lawnmower man was almost ready to go back to normal. And then his buddy, his redneck, you know, truck friend died. He's lawnmower mm -hmm. guy. He's lawnmower boss. He has lawnmower boss right. and then he lost it all. Yeah. Uh, it's so sad. Poor Lawnmower Man. But you, you know that this is, they got to be trying to remake this if they're not already, right? There's got to be a way to do this in modern yeah. day. Yeah, where, absolutely. I mean, what if, if you were to do it modern day, one take might be that he, Pierce Brosnan character experiments on himself. And then because yeah. of his self-experiment, he sort of starts to become a sociopathic God complex guy. And then it's like, is he going to end his own uh, reign of terror before he goes too far? Or is he going to go transcend and go into the virtual world and try to be a force of good or something like that? Yeah. So, so, I mean, it's very similar to many, many, many mad scientist films. I mean, you said Dr. Frankenstein. Right. It's also like the invisible man or hollow man or whatever the fuck right. that was with Kevin Bacon. Right. There's a million of these, but I think it could be done in a virtual way. Um, I, you're right. I bet there's someone on the, uh, who has this on the shelf somewhere. There's a bunch of scripts on the shelf. Right? Totally. Lawnmower man three or something. Totally. I, yeah. And I, cause I just think the ghost in the I, machine I idea is like very topical right now. Uh, so, yeah. uh, if you can take the ghost machine and put it into a virtual world, I, I, how could they not be developing this right now? I'm going to be honest. I don't want to see, <laughs> I don't want to see a modern version of this. I think it will be really shitty. It's just not, there's no way to make it good. Right. It's going to be, it's, it's just going to be typical. Like we can pretty much write the plot right now. It's just not going to be fun to watch. And what if you did it in a, a way that is like, you know, it's bad. Kind of like a kind of like a slither, so you know it's like a cult horror kind of vibe to it, like a little bit nudge nudge wink wink. They don't make those movies. They don't make them anymore unless it's like Sharknado. They don't do that. What about I mean, like Shaun of the Dead, that kind of a thing? It's too smart. Too smart. It's, okay. It's well, Slither's more along no the lines. Guardians of the Galaxy. You know, James Gunn. He, he again, he's not doing this. No, he's not doing Lawn Mormon three. No, he's. They can't. <laughs> is actually is there a Lawnmower Man three? Is, is there? A, there's got to be a two, obviously. There's a two, right? Yeah, I don't know if there's, there's a, a two. two. Is there a three or a four? Or, I'm sure there's some. Probably it's direct to video or something. Yeah. All right. Let me take a second and talk about the sound, and we can kind of get into the technolo technological aspects of it. Um, the sound was absolute dog <laughs> shit. 
maybe one of the worst sounding movies I have ever heard <laughs> that was a major release. Now, maybe it was the version I had, but I don't think so. It was horrible dialogue, absolutely horrible, like in and out, sounding out of phase, holes in the sound, people sounding thin, far away, wrong perspectives. The ADR was all awful, out of sync, looked bad. And I mentioned it sounded really good. <laughs> yeah. Even to my untrained ear, I could tell it was you were going to have a heyday with this one. Just what the fuck? Like, well, it sounded like honestly, they're the sound guy fucked up. Now, again, they're they're running tape. Like, it is a heavy ass Nagra recorder, you know, with one fucking tape on there. That if you fuck up the tape, there goes you know Pierce Brosnan's day. You know, so it's like I get it. They had to probably fill in some gaps because someone fucked up somewhere. So I get it, but. No, it did not work. My God, it sounds like one of the worst student films you'll ever hear. Yeah. Uh, the music's pretty shitty. It's pretty boilerplate. It's okay. It sounds a lot like some of the Shining music, which is strange. It sounds like it copied the Shining. Hmm. Uh, God. Um, <laughs> what else? Some of the actually, it's the sound effects were okay. There were some cool effects they were trying to do with the virtual stuff. They were cheesy, but. I like that. I like the old school video gamey style of, of effects. So I thought that was the one bright spot. But you're going to have trouble listening to this one. Like, get some headphones. There's going to be lines that are going to be like, what the fuck did they say? Yeah. Um, but it's whatever. And it, it's, it's, and it seemed to be the mixing the was kind of weird. Like, some of the footsteps would be like, clop, 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 clop. Like, really, really loud in your face. Or like, when sometimes when he was taking a cigarette out of his cigarette pack, it was like, like, it was like very so weird. pronounced. Yeah, th that's a good point. Everything was just off. And, and you can pull that off sometimes, you know, if you're just trying to make it very subjective sound like, oh, it's a very immersive film. So we're going to hear everything that character does. But this is not that film. Right. It wasn't that at all. It wasn't shot like that right. at all. You can't do that kind of stuff. So it's just, yeah, it was just really poorly done. And again, I don't know what was going on. There's got to be a lot of stories behind the scenes about this movie budget wise. Right. I bet they, like, they needed to release it in a certain time frame and they'd had to rush it. I can't believe they even got Pierce Brosnan. Like right. He's too good for this piece of shit. I, I wonder if he's embarrassed about it, too. I'm really curious if you asked him about this movie. I wonder, yeah. Maybe he likes it because it's funny, but it is so... Unless he was just trying to like break into the American market as a British actor. I don't know. I don't know what he was doing at this maybe. point in his career. We should... Yeah, maybe this is really early. I mean, this is pre-GoldenEye, so it's oh, pre-James yeah. Bond. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think James Bond's like 95 or something like that. GoldenEye is 95. Uh, or something like that, 96. Yeah. Uh, okay, so as far as that, this yeah, the sound is absolutely awful. Um, I really can't say too much more about that. So what do you think about the uh, the graphics themselves, like the visual effects? I mean, so... We kind of talked about it a little earlier. So, yeah, but. so quintessentially 90s, right? Um, you can't you can't get around it. I mean, this was this was their first idea of what a virtual world would look like. And it's just had all the, the 90s colors and that 90s morphing kind of metallic yeah. look to it. Um, the colors were weird. Like, you don't have to do pastel colors. Right. Like, why do they think... Why do they think that all virtual reality had to be... It's just to make it very obvious that this is virtual. It's, it seems strange. Yeah. yeah. Um, what I did, what I did love though, is the, um, uh, not something to do with the visuals, but the villain, the, the Lex Luthor villain with the like ill fitting suit who typed like chopsticks on his type keyboard. Like people, <laughs> like this was our super mastermind villain. Who's like tap, tap, tap with his like index fingers. That was it. <laughs> oh, 
There was another really weird moment with that guy because, okay, so Pierce Brosnan punches him uh-huh. like three times, right? right? And he leaves in a huff. He's like, fuck you, fuck you. I hell dare you for screwing up my experiment. And then later on, that guy tries to save Pierce Brosnan. He's like defending him and shit to the big bad right. guy. I'm like, why? Right. He just punched you four times and said, fuck you. It's so weird. Yeah, that was a weird. It was like they shot that out of order or something. It was a weird transformation. Like, and it was also weird that we never met the guy in the, in the giant TV. Like the head, the guy, the evil sort of government him? mastermind guy. Did we meet him? Dean? Did he come into the uh, real world or was he always just through? I think, I think once, one scene okay. or two scenes we went to his, he went, we went to his office one time, but we remember Pierce Brosnan and the dude were sitting in his office, but we never had yeah, just, Pierce Brosnan take down the, uh, the government agency. So the government agency is no, still well, kind of he, that large. Like nothing really happened that's with true. them. Right. Right. Well, there has to be a sequel. Yeah. Do you think they're going to deal with it? He now? took out the. It's yeah, they're, they're still there, and the mainframe was blown up. I'm sure there's a secondary right. mainframe at the right at the super uh, high security, um, highly classified uh, government place that has a giant sign out says it says like virtual oh science God. center. That was so funny. That whole complex was great. It was so poorly constructed. And when it blew up in the end, it was like cardboard. (laughs) You notice that? Also, there's like, there's like a million guards at one moment and there's no guards another time. It just, it was so strange. Whatever. I mean, it's again, all these are like budgetary things. I bet they just couldn't afford extras. So, right. Um, Okay. What, anything else you want to say about the actual technical aspects of it, the way it was shot, anything lighting wise? So, I mean, so quintessentially 90s, right? It, you know, yeah, it, it did have that. It, uh, just this sort of, they sort of had this romantic uh, glow on everyone. It was sort of that, 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 that really warm skin tones for the, the, the real people. They had that a lot, that sort of glam kind of 90s look. And then, you know, going into the virtual world was the other part of the look. It just feels so like it only you could you, you could just see some still frames from that movie and know exactly when they shot it. Yeah, I think you're right. I I I, I wish it wasn't like that. I mean, if this was a slightly more timeless, you know, maybe it could work in some other. No, what the fuck am I talking about? No, I <laughs> and don't make a sequel, guys. Don't do anything with this. It's not that good a property. Like it's it's just they they clearly just took a Stephen King like story. Like, hey, what can we do with yeah. this? Oh, let's throw some virtual reality into it. Blah, blah, blah. Totally. It just no. It was a haphazard, slapped together kind of bullshit. Totally. So there's no reason to make a sequel to this. Right. All right. Um, let's see. What else can we talk about? Um, yeah, I think we covered a lot of it. I mean, is there anything else? I'm glad. I'm, I'm so glad we watched it again. It, you know, it, I mean, it's one of those movies that has like a cult, like a kind of a cult following because it's so ridiculous and so bad, but yet it has a lot of the ideas that we sort of are now perfecting. And so we can look back and see how insanely absurd what they were talking about yeah. was, you know? It is funny to see what we were scared of back then, you know, how, how fearful we were of computers right. and the internet and that kind of thing. And the idea of just the idea of an internet would have freaked out someone from 1991, right? It doesn't seem like that's something like the fact that we're all connected, which is scary to them. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I like that everything in the virtual world has to have a human body. Like right. you can't just be a bad guy. He has to be a bad guy with a big digital human face. Right. Yeah. 
It's like we, we, weren't, we weren't even capable of thinking outside that well, box. We had to give until the end when he becomes the frontiersman on the he becomes the ether. He becomes the virtual frontier. I don't know. Yeah. No. 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 You're right. Yeah. That that's that's the final evolution. Yeah. Um, but I, I thoroughly enjoyed this. Thanks for, uh, <laughs> thanks for, for taking a look, Joe. It's just like, no, I think it was fun and it's, a, it's enjoyable. I think if you're, if you're down to watch shitty movies, um, it's a certain time period too. I think if you're like, if you grew up in the nineties, it's definitely nostalgic. Yep. Um, I always loved that, that show VR troopers. It was like the competitor to power Rangers. Oh, wow. And it was like that, the same kind of animation, a little better animation, honestly. But um, it was, it, it, I think for a certain group of people, it brings that nostalgia factor, just the look of it. Um, it's fun to see a Pierce Brosnan have to say horrible dialogue. Yeah. That's always fun. Yeah. So I guess it's worth a watch. And kind of Let's see where it. the guys who, who made uh, uh, Grand Theft Auto and Red Dead Redemption cut their chops. That's yeah, kind of cool, true. right? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. sure, sure. <laughs> All right. Let's let's give this finally a rating. Okay. Let's just kind of put Excellent. a bow on it. So, what, what would you, what would you rate this thing? Uh, it's got to be. I would. I'm going to go a little high here. Say a three and a half. Head ten. <laughs> yeah. That is a little high. That is a little high. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, enjoyable factor. It gets a little higher marks, Absolutely. right? Well, if you're talking like movie that's so bad it's good it's it was i had a great time it was like a really fun movie to watch but if you're talking would actual you go, quality filmmaking like if they showed this at midnight would you go with your with your wife i totally would i totally would yeah. this is like it's like really? one of those it's like from from super fighter chimp to like guy who can atomize people with his mind to like i don't know yeah for sure it's like ridiculous it's it, there's every part of this movie has something completely ridiculous about it that keeps you going to yeah. see like how can they make this even worse and they do yeah there is a lot of weird also red herrings where i see i can see people like being involved like in rocky horror picture show or the room right you know, where they bring spoons in the room that kind of thing there are a lot of silly things like that you could you could do here um okay so i'll give this a rating i guess if that's okay uh, i'm gonna give this a two <laughs> okay that's, that's a two out of that's ten right. <laughs> uh this is not good <laughs> don't i think i've said it like maybe 30 times already yep. but again I do like shit. I like dog shit. I like watching bad sound too, honestly, to see how bad it can get or what not to do. This might be a good movie to show to, you know, up and coming film students too, about how bad sound can fuck up a scene. Right. So, but, uh, yeah, it's not good. It's not good. Nice. Sorry guys. Uh, but you know what? It, again, watch a couple clips. How about that? Go on YouTube, see some clips. That'll be enjoyable. Or play Red Dead Redemption. Or if you want to, or if you want to see the, the the quintessential quintessential cheesy sci-fi horror movie about virtual reality from the early nineties. I mean, if you just said that tagline, I'm like, I'm in. Like that. That is that it. The quint quintessential, quintessential, huh? Quintessential. I think so. I think it's like quintessential cheesy sci-fi horror. Absolutely. All right. <laughs> All right. So here's the question for the for the simulation nation. Should sure. we or should we not watch Lawnmower Two Beyond Cyberspace? Um, I vote. I'm no, voting yes. 
Yes, 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 a thousand times. Yes. It's going to be so painful. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be worse and it's not going to have anything new to talk about. That for sure is guaranteed. Um, yeah, we might have to watch that and something just have enough to talk about. We'll see. We'll see what the nation says, Joe. All right. Thank you for teleporting into this world cast of Simulation Nation. Whether you're with us in virtual reality or 2D or listening to the podcast a week from now on Spotify or iTunes. And remember to subscribe to our Instagram at The Simulation Nation, Twitter at Simnation VR, and Facebook and Discord. Until next time, stay plugged, my friends.